Welcome to the Six Figure Business Mastery Podcast, where every week, Kirsten and Jeannie dive into the essential topics to fuel your business growth. From copywriting to course creation, mindset to video marketing, they've got you covered. Tune in for expert guest interviews on all things marketing and business, and learn how to work on your business, not just in it. So, get ready to unlock your business potential and take it to the next level. I'm so excited today to introduce you to our amazing guest. Her name is Andrea Stenberg from Andrea Stenberg Consulting. She is a video marketing strategist and helps coaches and other heart-centered entrepreneurs explode their visibility, show off their expertise, and get new clients using video. If you don't know what to say, hate how you look, and are intimidated by the technology, Andrea helps you quickly and confidently make client attracting videos. In today's episode, you're going to learn how Andrea's rat became an unexpected video star. Andrea is going to talk to us about making videos simple, crafting videos that turn viewers into loyal customers. We're thrilled to have you. Welcome, Andrea. Thanks for inviting me. After our conversation, we love everything that has to do with video. And when you and I met, I just love your take on it. And I'm so excited just to hear how you really coach people and how you go about helping people really figure out what kind of content to create and how to get comfortable on camera. So I guess the first question people always ask us, and I'm sure they ask you is why should a business use video? There's a ton of reasons why you should be using video. Um, one of the first ones is Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, everybody is telling us to create more video. And I'm not encouraging you because I think you should work for Facebook for free, but because Facebook's own internal data shows that people spend more time interacting with a video, they'll watch a video longer than the exact same content that's a photo and a caption. People are more likely to comment on videos. They're more likely to share videos. And as marketers, if you have a business, the more time people spend interacting with you, the better a chance that they're going to get to know your business. They're going to remember you when they're at the point of, of making a purchase. And they're actually going to trust that whatever it is you sell is going to perform as uh, advertised. So video is the fastest and easiest way to build no and trust. Another thing about video is, for example, just about every platform, if you create a video, you can embed it on your website and websites that have video on them get much more traffic from Google. And one of the best ways to do it is if you have a video on YouTube embedded on your website, because YouTube is the number two search engine in the world and they're owned by Google, which is the number one search engine. So video means you're more likely to show up. If somebody is looking for the exact thing that you sell, you're more likely to show up at the top of Google than your competitors who aren't using video. It is Absolutely. so powerful. I was going to say, you're preaching to the choir over here. <laughs> We're yes. both going, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but it's so powerful because Jeannie had encouraged me back in 2008 when I owned a mortgage company. So I had a local business, a mortgage company. And everybody knows what happens in 2008. The world melted down. And so we started creating videos. And the first couple of videos were really out of frustration. 
because I would give our clients a list of all the documents that they needed to bring and then I would send them a checklist and they wouldn't bring back most of what we needed. And so by sending a video, it really, we saw our document rate go up and then we started doing all kinds of videos. Some of them were collaboration videos. We were interviewing appraisers and title searchers or where we were just educating people on what is an adjustable mortgage, like just simple education. And I'll have to tell you, Andrea, what blew me away was when people would come into the office, they were so connected to me that I, in my mind, am racing around in my mind thinking, how do I know that person? Oh my gosh, how do I know them? Because they so clearly were attached to me, so to speak. And it, that freaked me out a little bit, to be honest, but it really, it just, it, it really shined a light on the power of video and that I think it's true, whether you're an online business or a local business, because we all know that educational content and really showcasing how we can really help our clients is so important. You know, not content that's about us, but content that's about, you know, the people we serve. And it was just amazing to see the results from video. I agree with you. I think unless someone is introducing you to someone in person or you're having a person to person conversation with someone, the hands down video is amazing. We we're talking this the other day that meeting people in person, whether it's a person on Zoom, like networking on Zoom, or whether you're at a local networking event, like a BNI meeting or whatever, you only have so many hours in the day to do that. But when you create a video, that video is working for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's allowing people to get to know you, like you, and trust you. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and often for years, <laughs> that blew us away too. So that, we just learned a lot back in 2008 and nine, and it's only getting better and, and more important for people to use video. And you know, what's interesting is like all, all the big brands are now using video, but small entrepreneurs and local businesses, a lot of people are still intimidated and are not doing it. So even though like you started doing video in 2008, but if you were starting and creating video today as a small business, as a local business, odds are you're still ahead of the curve because so many small businesses aren't doing them yet. So it's not too late to be ahead of everyone else. I 100% agree. And we have been talking about, because we've been around a long time, unfortunately. We've been around since the olden days when, when websites first came out. Local businesses said they didn't need them. They got all their business from referrals. The yellow pages were great. We saw how that turned out. And then we saw local businesses really didn't leverage any of the organic reach with social media, you know, before they started having paid ads, because again, they didn't think they needed it. So it's interesting, like you said, I think for local businesses, if they get started now, they're still ahead of the curve because most local businesses will still drag behind on adapting what might be considered new technology or a new mode of marketing or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's not as hard as people think. And once you get the hang of it and get in the habit of it, a lot of ways video is easier to create than other types of content because Unless you're a really talented copywriter, it's hard to build a connection with people with just words. But when people can see your face and hear your enthusiasm, hear your voice, they can get a taste of what it's like to work with you and what, what you're like. And they can virtually look you in the eye and decide whether or not you're trustworthy. And like you said, like people start feeling like they know you even when they haven't met you yet. So true. It's I so true. That. Virtual, virtually look you in the eye. I love that. Yes. 
Yes. What, out of curiosity, what you, what brought you into video marketing? What kind of got you into the space of creating videos for yourself and then helping others? I always like to hear how people got started. I've been a marketing professional since before there was online video. And about, I guess it was about 2018, I was, I could really see the writing was on the wall that video absolutely needed to be the cornerstone of people's online marketing. And so I made it my goal that year to, my number one goal was to make more videos. And that year, I only made three all year. And it's for the reason that everybody stops from making video is I didn't like how I looked on camera. I didn't know what to say. And I was intimidated by the technology. And so then 2019 rolled around and I was, I'm a little bit stubborn. So I was like, oh, I really have to figure this out. And then I saw an online ad of somebody who had a course to go live every day for 30 days. And I'm like, oh, yay, I'm going to get support. I'm going to get training. And so I bought this course, which was really just a PDF with 30 topics and a hashtag to do. And then it was like, go make videos. And I was actually really crushed that this I wasn't getting any support, but I actually went live every day, 28 out of 30 days, including one that I did in the bathroom at my sister's house because I was visiting and it was the only place that was quiet enough. And I sounded like I was at the bottom of a toilet, like it was bad. <laughs> but at, at the end of that, I thought, okay, if I can go live in a bathroom, I can do anything. Uh, but what one of the interesting things so i started using video regularly i still had to figure out how what to say on camera and how to use it but that course that i bought that didn't help me very much stayed in the back of my mind and then the one day i've been doing training and courses for years and years i thought why don't i create the course that i thought i was buying the course that I wanted and that I needed because I know what problems people have because I've had them. I've made all the mistakes. I've had the terrible videos. I've done a webinar where I forgot to hit the go live button and <laughs> was talking to myself. I've made all the mistakes so I can help people avoid the worst ones and laugh off the ones they do make because we're all going to make mistakes because we're human beings. And so that's how I got started helping people with video was just I needed the help and didn't get it. And I wanted to help other people avoid my problems. <laughs> a video course without video. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it was really embarrassing. And it was being a good presenter. I turned off my phone. I turned off all my notifications and I presented the whole, it was a 90 minute webinar. I presented and everybody's texting me and calling me, Andrea, where are you? <laughs> and so I had to redo it afterwards. And it was really embarrassing, but you know what? It's like, that happens. We all know there's stuff that happens online and you just have to get past it and keep going. Oh yeah. We've had plenty of things where we didn't hit record. So we end up delivering this great content. You're like so proud of yourself and you're like, uh, there's no red light. We forgot to hit record. <laughs> I know it's terrible. Or sometimes you do hit record and there's a glitch somewhere. The zoom gods hate you and the recording doesn't happen. Like Right. It, that's just the way of being in business and doing video is sometimes it doesn't work and you just have to move on. And I think laugh about it. Like we're all laughing about it because again, at the end of the day, it, it's sometimes the funnier stories, the things that happen to us that make us really, again, I think it makes us human and people relate with us, right? Relate to us too. Because again, if, if you think you're going to start a YouTube channel or start creating social media videos and it's just going to be amazing and wonderful all the, the whole way, 
we're going to tell you you're wrong, but you are going to have fun, right? If you, yeah. you just kind of go into it thinking like, I care about my clients and I'm creating this content to help and to serve them. And I know that there's just going to be mistakes and I'm going to roll with it. Then you've got it made. In fact, one of my Instagram reels that did really is I just took all the outtakes of a bunch of videos where I screwed up or where I sneezed in the middle and just put them all together. And people loved it because nobody's perfect and everybody has done every one of those things and it makes you laugh. And that's really, I know we're in business to earn a living and feed our families, but it should be fun too. Yes. One of our clients who's a real estate agent was live walking up to an open house and fell that, but she popped back up and she just kept going. That video <laughs> got so many views and people were just like, they, they people are, we always feel like if we fall down, we got to jump up quickly and look around to see who saw us. We're all afraid of feeling stupid. We don't care if we broke a bone. We just don't want to look stupid, but she just jumped up and she got back to it. And she just, that video got so many views. She got so many wonderful comments and yeah, it's those mistakes and those little blooper things that make us human. And also I think. If it's too perfect, I think it starts feeling like it's an advertisement. Whereas when you're not perfect, if you stumble over a word where if you forget what you're going to say or you fall down, it's like people go, oh, she's a real person. Oh, I can, I've done that. I can relate to that. And so it, it makes you, again, more of a connection with your audience because people see you're a real person. You're not some kind of fake, perfect automaton. <laughs> I love that. So let's talk about how do you teach people to craft videos that build a connection, a real connection between you and your audience? We talked a little bit about being real. We're not going to fall on purpose. <laughs> We're not going to do anything silly like that. <laughs> but we do want to build that connection. And, and that's what video is so great for. But there are little nuances. So let's talk about that. I think one of the things is to really dive into telling stories human beings, we love stories. There's a reason why Hollywood is a billion dollar industry, why Netflix does so well. It's because we love stories. Even back in when we were living in caves and sitting around fires, human beings told stories because it's how we connect. And it's, it's, it's part of our DNA is to tell stories. It's one of the main things that makes us different from the animals is the fact that we tell stories. And I think sometimes people get a little too focused on if you're making videos for marketing, I got to sell my thing. This is my thing, buy my thing. And it's really about telling a story that your audience is either entertained by or can relate to or wants to tell to somebody else. And then as part of that, you can talk about your business and talk about what you do, but it's the story that kind of drags people in and makes people connect and makes people feel like they know you. That's so true. So what other tips do you have for people? So telling stories, being real, what else do you have for crafting great videos? Because I know you have so many tips and secrets. I know a lot of people really hate this, but get on camera yourself. Don't use slides. Don't just put your products on, but get on camera. And some products are made for video. I was working with a chocolate store and he made his own handcrafted chocolate. So he did a lot of videos where it's him making the chocolates and didn't see his face. You saw the chocolate and it's like, oh, I want that. 
but he I also taught him get on camera and talk about why you're making the chocolate and he actually has a brilliant story about the name of his business which is about his grand named after his grandparents and so he got on camera and told that story because again it's a story but it's also why people would go to a little local handmade chocolate shop versus a big chain and ordering it online is that connection that human touch and so getting on camera showing your face and sharing a little bit of yourself you don't have to share all your deepest darkest secrets but share something of yourself i i know a few people who share videos of their pets so maybe they're out they're walking they can talk about their business but have their pets there because it's a it's something about a relationship and actually i have a funny story about pets during one of the first lockdowns we decided to get pets it was for my son but it was really for me but anyway my husband vetoed cats because our last cat peed everywhere and when I was growing up I had pet rats so we got pet rats and my business colleague she said to me Andrea you cannot tell people that you got rats people will think it's weird and it's yeah it's weird but she literally had just we were on zoom and she literally the words were still floating above her head in a bubble and her husband walked into the room and said what are you talking about I had rat when I was in university and so this thing that seems weird and okay I, I confess it is weird but when I talk about my rats or show them on videos I get more comments from people who go oh I used to have a gerbil I had a guinea pig I had a bunny I had a snake like people who have unusual pets suddenly I'm somebody they can relate to so sometimes even just little things like that that let people see that you're a real human being but also see the connection I know somebody else who makes gourmet cho hot chocolates and she would not nothing to do with her business, but she loves hot chocolate. So she would make do a video where she's making hot chocolate and drinking it and talk about something related to her business. But just having that little personal tidbit. So anybody who likes hot chocolate could connect with her. Oh, yeah, I love funny. that idea. Yeah, my nephew actually had rats. <laughs> So I love playing with them. It, yes, it is surprising. We think something's weird. Then you realize that everybody either had rats or they know someone close to them that had pet rats. Or, right? or, or other unusual pets that aren't yeah. the standard cat and dog. So yeah. it's just something that's personal about you, but that isn't private that you something if you were at a cocktail party or a networking event and you might talk about it, you can talk about that on your videos and it humanizes you. And it lets people see how you're like them. That's awesome. So now that they know why they need to be on camera, which we 100% agree with, and you've shared some ideas of how they can create content that people are really going to relate to and connect with them. What about the thing that holds people back with tech? Because I do feel like that holds a lot of people back. So how do you coach your clients on dealing with the tech issues of creating video content? I know for me, particularly editing video was really difficult when I was first starting. And that's why I tell people when they're starting out, go live, go live. You, if you have a, a smartphone, you can hold it up, go live on Facebook. You can go live on Instagram where go live on YouTube. You can do that from your phone and just get started. And you don't need to learn how to edit. You don't need to learn any fancy tech. You don't need special software. You can absolutely just start there. The other nice thing about starting with live is if you've not been going live and you don't tell anybody in advance, 
odds are when you go live, you might only have one or two people that show up. So you get to practice in front of a smaller audience. It's like if you were speaking in person and maybe the first time you speak to your local BNI chapter where maybe there's a dozen people and then next time you speak at a chamber event and there's 50 people and then somewhere 10 years down the road, you're speaking, you're Tony Robbins and you're speaking to 20,000 people. That's what live video is like. When you start, you're just going to have a small number of people. And then at, if you're regular and consistent, more people will come. And then if you, one of the things I teach my clients is once you're a little more comfortable is start promoting them ahead of time. Tell people when you're going live and then you get more people to come. And then of course, the really nice thing is because it's a video, if it's really, truly terrible, you can delete it. But I would love <laughs> to tell true. a story. I'd love to tell a story about why you shouldn't delete your video, even if you think it's terrible. Okay. Yeah. So Natalie was starting her coaching business on the side. She still had her full-time job and she did a video for LinkedIn and she originally did it just because she wanted, she was like, okay, I'm going to do the video just so I know how to do video. And then I'm going to delete it right away because I don't want anybody to see it. I'm just learning how to do it. So she did this video teaching about her area of expertise. And then she was going to delete it, but she got distracted. Somebody came in. So she started talking, she went back and she came back and there were about five people had commented on her video. And she was actually really horrified because she, she told me later that she was really mad that she, because she's like, my hair wasn't perfect. I hadn't done my makeup. The, the talk wasn't like my best. It was just, and, but she decided, okay, some people had commented, I'll leave it overnight and I'll delete it tomorrow. And then the next morning she got up and she had a message in her inbox on LinkedIn from the executive director of some organization who said, we're just in the process of designing a course for our members on this topic. And instead of trying to do it ourselves, we'd like to hire you to design this course for us. So it was her very first video. It wasn't perfect, but her ideal client saw it and she got a job. Now, most people are not gonna get a really lucrative gig from your first video. But it just goes to show you never know who's going to see it and when they're going to see it and if it's at exactly the right time. So you have to put the videos out there so that when somebody is looking for what you have to offer, it's there for them to watch so that they can then reach out to you. Thank you so much. We're so glad you were here today. This was such a fun conversation. Yeah, Andrew, you're a wealth of information. Thanks for having me. I love having a chance to talk about making videos with people. And we love talking about videos too. <laughs> so you can also find Andrea at thebabyboomerentrepreneur.com. That's thebabyboomerentrepreneur.com. So again, Andrea, can't thank you enough. We hope to have you back again at some time in the later future. And we just wanted to say thank you everyone for listening in on the podcast today. Thanks for listening to the Six Figure Business Mastery Podcast. If you enjoyed listening to this episode and you are ready to leverage video marketing on all online platforms, or maybe even start your own video podcast, then you need to check out the Done For You and Done With You program at themarketingvaadvantage.com and take your business to the next level.